Hey hosers, Jack Hawkins coming at you from Ottawa, Ontario. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about Aubrey conditioning. We're going to go over Skinner's Rat, why your training isn't working, and all four quadrants of Aubrey conditioning. In the late 1800s and early 1900s, they had a hunch that rewards and punishers were crucial to shaping voluntary behaviors, but they needed a way to test it. This is when Frederick Skinner came up with Skinner's Box, an experiment where you placed a rat in a box with a light lever, water dispenser, and food dispenser, and the whole bottom is an electrical grid. Now, how this box worked was very simple. When the rat would pull the lever, rather a reward in the form of food was dispensed, or a shock or a punishment in the form of electricity was sent throughout the grid. And we saw here, they were able to prove that punishers and reinforcers were a huge effect on how the animal learned. Shit poos. One of the greatest breeds around and the best dog anyone could ever ask for as a first family dog. Now, my little Shih Tzu Poodle, Minnie, who passed away just over a year ago, she was incredible and always walked beside your heel. Well, always then kind of pushed it until she'd walk in front of you, but then she started walking again behind your heel once you introduce a little heel in front of her or some way to tell her, hey, you're moving back there, right? The leash pushing pressure back there. We never brought any treats on our walks, so... She learned everything through rather negative reinforcement, punishment, and that was the way she learned it. And I have a better way to do it for you guys, so I'm glad you're listening to the podcast. We got some terminology to go over before we dig right into the meat of what opera conditioning is. The positive and negative. Now, these are terms that are used to say introducing or removing. They are not actually talking about if it's a good or bad thing positive simply means introducing or adding and negative means removing or taking away and positive reinforcement would mean adding something the dog likes now punishment means the dog must find that adversive or hurtful in any way shape or form now what dogs find reinforcing and punishing is very different to every dog for example food that's a great one right food you're almost guaranteed you're gonna have a forcer i haven't seen too many dogs that don't like food however a few working breeds i had a few border collies who just never wanted it so they really didn't find it very reinforcing they were always like you can give me it or not i don't really care what i want you to do is throw that stick right so you gotta figure out what your dog finds reinforcing and you're gonna use that in your training opera conditioning also referred to as instrumental conditioning is a series of rewards and punishers that are used to modify a behavior. And more importantly, they play a role in how fast the behavior is learned or the extinction rate and how fast the behavior is unlearned. Now, when you think about those two topics, we have to understand that that means that if you're gonna use punishers and you're gonna use negative reinforcement, those are going to have a very high extinction rate compared to positive reinforcement. Using that example with mini walking, we see that the extinction rate of her healing beside our feet is so fast. 
very quickly, within a few weeks or months, she always kept going up forward. And we had to reintroduce the negative reinforcer and put those punishers back in place because the behavior kept coming back once the punishers were removed. And the reinforcers were not reinforcing enough to get the dog to do that behavior without the punishers. We're going to be doing a whole video just for extinction rates on the Hawk Watch Dog Pod. So make sure you're followed along to get that in your feed. For now, though, we're going to be talking just for the four quads of opera conditioning and the extinction rates we see for them. Now, in the first one, positive reinforcement, we have a naturally low extinction rate. Dogs love reinforcement. And when you're giving it to them, they're doing the behavior that came before you gave it to them. And they're going to keep doing that behavior for a long time after you stop rewarding it. Second one is negative reinforcement. Dogs love reinforcement. Again, they're going to be doing the behavior that worked last time to get that reinforcement. And the two punishers. Now, positive punishment and negative punishment. Which one of them causes a lower extinction rate? Even though positive punishment will be much, much harder on your dog mentally. And it's much better to use negative punishment if all things are considered. Positive punishment will create a lower extinction rate for that behavior, which leaves negative punishment in the end for causing the fastest extinction rate when used in training. Does this mean you shouldn't use negative punishment? Does this mean you should use more positive punishment? Does this mean you should use just positive reinforcement? No, it's just to understand what is going on in your dog's mind when you see a behavior come back up. Think to yourself, how did I train that behavior? Okay. Let's try to find a way to use positive reinforcement maybe next time. And that way, you'll have a much slower extinction rate. We're going to go over four different situations where you bring your dog to a trainer and that trainer teaches your dog to sit using a variety of different opera conditioning techniques. So the first trainer you visit says, I'm a force-free trainer and I only use positive reinforcement to train a dog to sit. So they ask your dog to sit, and if the dog sits, they give a reward. Very simple, very straightforward. That reward come in the form of a treat. Now you go to your next trainer, and they identify as a balanced trainer. They say they're going to teach your dog to sit using positive and negative reinforcement, right? So you go, okay, well, that makes sense. And they tell your dog to sit. If your dog sits, they give it a treat. Now, if it doesn't sit... They don't give it a treat. And the next time they're going to ask your dog to sit, they're going to apply leash pressure before that dog sits. Now that leash pressure will be relieved once that dog sits. And that leash pressure will stay until the dog sits. That would be a great way. And if that still didn't work, that balanced trainer would move to the next method. But we're going to pretend you're going to your third trainer to talk about that one. So you can visit your third trainer. They identify as a compulsion-based trainer. So this means your dog gets a choice. They ask your dog to sit, they're going to rather use positive reinforcement or positive punishment. So if your dog sits, they'll give it a treat. Great, just like the first free trainer did. But if it doesn't sit, the difference is they will hit or hurt or shock or jab or anything, yell, anything that that dog finds adversive, right? They're going to add adversity to that dog and use that punishment. The last trainer decides to use negative punishment to train your dog to sit. So you bring your dog and he has a big bowl of good treats waiting for your dog. Your dog smells them and it can't wait to get them. 
and he just gives your dog this big bowl of treats. Then while your dog's eating them, he goes, sit. And if your dog sits, it gets to keep eating them. And if your dog doesn't sit, he grabs those treats and takes them away from your dog. That's the four different opera conditioning methods used to train a dog to sit. And I hope you've learned something in this Hawkwatch dog pod. In today's episode, we went over Skinner's Rat, also known as Skinner's Box, created by Frederick Skinner. We talked about the different extinction rates that we see in that experiment. And we talked about each quadrant of awkward conditioning and how it could be used to teach a dog to sit. None of the trainers in my example are bad or good. And the terminology I use, balance, compulsion, force-free, are just terms that are very generalized.